I'm new, I'm new to this. I've never done this before. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, let's, uh, let me, uh, we're already uh, seven seconds in, but I'll intro it anyways. Sure. Uh, welcome to the KMC show. Uh, and today we've got on the line, uh, Hugo Torres. And the topic of the day is uh, fatherhood. And uh, I'm actually at a park watching my kids right now. So you're going to hear some uh, kids in the background. So I thought what, this is probably the perfect time because my kids are pretty well behaved and uh, they're <laughs> okay, but I'll, I'll keep an eye on them. So this is a perfect time to talk about fatherhood. So, uh, Mr. Torres, uh, do you have a podcast on Anchor um, or uh, you just made an account just now? Well, I've been on Anchor now for about a week and a half, maybe two weeks. And so I do have a podcast. It's called Hugo's Post. Uh, and I talk about a range of topics. Uh, but primarily, I am uh, I'm a full-time dad. Uh, I mean, I, yeah, I'm a full-time dad. And so I, a lot of what I talk about is just my experiences with being a dad, being somebody that's at home mm-hmm. the majority mm-hmm. of the time, and, and, and being, right. you know, the main person, at, you know, at, at the household. So that's kind of what mm-hmm. I'm about. Yeah, no, perfect. Because, um, yeah, I'm pretty much in the same boat. I am a stay-at-home dad, and uh, uh, I just started doing that, um, I would say, maybe like two years ago. And, uh, yeah, it, it's, uh, it's very rewarding. Um, I, I didn't, I, I wasn't really excited when we made that decision as, as a family to do that, but, um, over time, uh, it's really grown on me and, uh, yeah. Uh, what, what's your experiences with, uh, being a stay at home dad? Well, yeah, I guess I, I'll, I'll start, I'll press I'll preface this by saying this. I'm mm-hmm. from Southern California. Uh, mm-hmm. I, my, my primary work or my, my primary career over the span of the last 15, 16 years has been real estate. I have been in the real estate industry for a long, long time. Um, mm-hmm. I, I started back when the boom was going on and all the, and all the good things that came with that and all the excesses that came from that. Uh, but then of course, after 2008, the, the complete market changed and um, I, right. I, I, my yeah. formative years in the industry were just dealing with the debacle of the real estate market. Uh, right. and, mm-hmm. and then you get, but then because it, those years were so difficult, were so challenging with regards to just being in the office all the time, just to try to keep momentum going, trying to keep food on the table, for lack of a better term, that I spent the majority of my time just working, you know, in the office. And although I was still, I've always been a very involved father, mm-hmm. um, the, re- the requirements of the job kept me away from home a long time. And I think one of the things that happened fairly early on with my kids is that somebody asked them, can you describe your dad for me? Or like, Hey, you know, what's your dad like? And my son did something to the effect of putting a phone to his, uh, to his ear, like in, you know, the way the kids do it with their, their right. And I saw that and that broke me because what it was telling me is that the the, the only way that my son was relating to me was the fact that, Hey, dad's going to go take a phone call because, because there's some kind of fire that has to be put out. Right. And, right. And so that just kind of made me realize, okay, um, I have this one shot of be uh, being a parent, and mm-hmm. I'm kind of missing it. And right. and, mm-hmm. and and it's not for you know it's not, it wasn't like I'm doing terrible things. I'm going to work, but we we my wife and I started thinking at that point how are we can we restructure life in such a way that we don't de- 
go back to the way that our parents went about things. And, you know, and careers are funny and the markets are funny. And about three or four years ago, no, about four years ago, there was a whole change in life where I wasn't working where I was working anymore. And my wife said, well, I'm going to take this opportunity to go look back for work. And she's always been extremely intelligent and bright and, uh, and, and forward thinking. And so she picked mm-hmm. up a job and, and all of a sudden I was at home. And it's, it's weird, you know, from going from a management place where you're kind of in charge of adults all day and, and, and running right. things to all of a sudden being the guy at home with little kids running around and going to PTA meetings and, and, <laughs> yeah. uh, and spending you know, your time kind of just dealing with those issues and, and having to have food on the table when your wife comes home from work. Like it's right. just this mm-hmm. turnaround. Yep. And so I, I guess to answer your question about my experiences, it's just the first and foremost, you have how I grew up in a very Hispanic, very masculine oriented household. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. You're dealing with the fact that we flipped the switch on that. And then also mm-hmm. just from a career standpoint of being somebody for a long time who was heavily into an industry and then switching to now you're now you're the dad and everybody recognizes right. you primarily as dad uh, mm-hmm. and and so that that's kind of that's kind of what it's a very broad but just to your point of what my experiences have been how I got into this yeah right right yeah wow yeah that's a really awesome answer and uh yeah thanks for sharing that story that that's awesome yeah um I, I'm definitely not as as you um uh we started a family and then I decided uh, uh, to, well, we decided to, for me to become a stay-at-home dad because um, I'm a foster parent. Okay. Uh, so, so we we do I do earn money for parenting. We we foster we foster one right now, but then uh, one of, one of them has left. So we're just waiting for another one, uh, and we adopted uh, two kids. So wow. uh, when that happened, um, uh, we decided okay, someone needs to stay home. And uh, I and we decided it would I would be the best choice because at that time my job I was working at a retail job and it, it was going downhill like you know the retail industry is 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 going downhill and it's 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 pretty much going to be obsolete with uh, Amazon and uh, all these uh, online companies taking over so uh, yeah so it was it was time to move on and uh, yeah I'm a stay at home dad and it, it, it's been really good. Um, I, I can't complain about it really. Like, <laughs> it, it, yeah, it's, um, it, it's funny because it's now like, like you said, um, back in the fifties, sixties, seventies, even eighties, it would be kind of frowned upon for us to do what we're doing. But right. in 20, but in 2018, um, it, it's not, it, it's, uh, it's almost normal. It's not quite normal yet, but it's, it's going to get there, I think. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a good thing because I, I, I have two boys and, and they see me, um, doing the father thing and, and, and uh, cooking dinner every night and, and, and doing all the traditional motherly things, uh, yeah, it, I, I think it's positive experience for them as well to see, uh, to not have that stereotype growing up. Yeah, most definitely. I, it's it's one of those odd things where, yeah, again, my, my, the background of my family is where we're, we're I'm, I'm I'm originally from Mexico, 
came here to the U.S. Uh, about 30 years ago. But in, in that sense, our household was very, uh, you know, just, it, it just very culturally, very much the way that it was. Dad goes to work every single day, and sometimes he, right. he you know, he was gone for hours because, I mean, he was gone for the majority of the day. Uh, something to the effect of he leaves at like 6.30 in the morning to get to LAX to work because he worked as a parking attendant and then he would actually have a second job and so we some, there were some days where we just didn't see him and he was a, he was a presence from the standpoint of he, 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 you know, sometimes he was there even when he wasn't there because if the, the specter of I'm going to tell your dad was kind of like a thing because my dad was a very tough personality but as far as mm-hmm. me experiencing as a dad like he, he was just not available to me that way he's also a lot older uh but my dad kind of started family later in life so he was probably in his his 50s by the time that i was starting to be a teenager and just the amount of time that he worked and yeah and he we it wasn't like he i was the kind of dad we were in the relationship where he was going to be throwing baseballs with me like uh, out the door um and he was also very hyper-masculine. I mean, he was, tears and voice did not work with him. It was a source of, like, uh, he, he, he would freak out if, if, there was, if, if we ever showed any kind of emotion, and especially me. So we had to be very stoic around the guy. Um, he's gone now. Uh, but that's the, kind of, that's the kind of, you know, when I, when I think of, the pattern that I don't want to partake in is I don't want to right. repeat that. I, yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, yeah. I think things have changed. We we have evolved as a society, and um, th- uh, things that they cherished uh, we don't really cherish as much, and it's more about equality than ever before. We're not all the way there yet, but but we're getting there, and I think the next generation we're going to see because of us, because of the fathers who are, are trying to instill equality in, in our children, I, I, I think we're going to be better off uh, in the future. I really do think that. Well, there's, there's something to it. I mean, I, I will say that, and I, was, I just recorded a, a little bit ago about James Bond and, and, and my, mm-hmm. I, my concepts of masculinity from James Bond, from like the Sean Connery mm-hmm. years to the Daniel Craig years. And, they, and, and I went into this right. whole entire dialogue about that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. The, the, what I am learning through, through this experience is that, uh, that A, what I, what I always knew to be true necessarily wasn't. Um, the fact that I am now experiencing life with my son the way that I would have maybe like have liked to have have lived it, which means that mm-hmm. that, we, that, that that emotions and boyhood are is a de- real thing, and you have to give it the weight that it deserves. Uh, because I'm trying to raise a proper young man and and, uh, and and a daughter too, but I think that the half the conversation I never have had half the conversations that I've been having with my kid, and my kid is not right. that old. Um, mm-hmm. My dad would have never sat down with me and had frank conversations about the things that I'm discussing with my son, uh, right. because it just wasn't something that happened. Um, mm-hmm. And that 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 and that suspends a whole bunch of different things. And and but but you also have to. You're also the parent, so uh, I I I don't, I'm not necessarily an advocate of oh you have to be your kids' friends, but you know because you are the parent, and there's there's times and places where you have to say yes, no. 
to to certain things. I mean, that, that that's part of parenting. But right, right. But at the same time, I don't want to be the ogre that my father was. And and it wasn't mm-hmm. because he was necessarily mm-hmm. a bad man. It was just that he didn't know any better. He was my dad was born in 1935, so his right. con- his concept of of being a of being male and how males interact. Mm-hmm. Uh, with with their sons and daughters is completely different than how I would like to, and I don't see it in any way, shape, or form as a weakness to no, no, no. to have these discussions with with, with with my kids. And and I mean, I've apologized to my kids when I've done something wrong. My dad, in a mm-hmm. billion years, would have oh, never no. come across yeah. d- doing that. He was yeah. omnipotent uh, in that sense, and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I don't know. I mean, I, and I think part of what I appreciate about this time is that, first and foremost, we do have venues like this where people can come together and talk about it. Right. And yeah. and I made this point on, on my show a little bit ago, this whole this idea of mm-hmm. that. I don't I, I really don't know because I, I wasn't around back then, but I don't know that this is one of the first generations that I've noticed where parents discuss parenting to the nth degree. Like I, yes. like whenever I get together with other parents, we're not talking about the gossip of the day. A lot of the times, nope. we're, I mean, that's included there too. But <laughs> but we're we're talking about you know the ex scores, the exams, what happened at school, why are the are the kids talking, are the kids right. not talking, what are they into, what's going on mm-hmm. with the district? I mean, those that's that's just the vernacular, and and it's mm-hmm. not and it's not something where I'm like, oh, I'm going to have a conversation about that. It's like, well, no, that's just that's just part for the course. That's the world we live in, and I don't know that my yeah. parents would. That if you ever sat down and talked to other parents about, well, how did you parent today? Like I, I don't, I don't remember. No, that no, that never. No, not even between family members. Right. I, they, they, they it was none of their business really. Uh, but now you're right. Like uh, anywhere, any people are talking about parenting and how to. Everyone wants to get better, and, but back um, when we were growing up, I don't think that took place. I, I think everyone had were set in their ways. And there's no way they they're listening to other people's opinions. Maybe there was a few, but this just from what I gather from growing up, um, you're pretty much on your own. Yeah. Back then, but now it's it's a family. Like everyone's helping each other. Uh, it's a beautiful thing what's going on right now. I'm going to interrupt society. you for half a second only because it yeah. says that I guess we have only 15 minutes oh, to record. Oh, right. Yeah, I wasn't looking at the clock. I'm looking at my kids who are playing in the park. Right. Um, so. Yeah. Oh, man. Such a great talk. Uh, thank you for joining the Camp C show uh, today on fatherhood. Uh, we definitely need to talk more in the future. I'd love to do that. That'd be, that'd be wonderful. I really appreciate yeah. having you on. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Have okay. a good one. Have, have a good one.